0: Cigar City High Line, three of those. I'm straight. Mob Deep, the infamous. Rest in peace, Prodigy. Arocongandule with some steak. Dali.
1: Season Easter podcast, yes, yes, we're back again. Another week, another episode. Season two is still in effect. Thank everybody. Thank you. Thank everybody for tuning in. I like. Thank everybody for tuning in. Give me a couple tries. I get it happening. I get it popping. I get it cracking. Uh, I can't get it cracking all by myself. I definitely have a guest. This is the podcast where we discuss beer, music, and food. But before we do all that, we get to know a particular guest. This week's guest. Is photographer, videographer, graph head, um, known for getting up. All right, known he's known for tracking the Q bomber through the streets of Kendale. All right, for those who don't know who I am talking about, it's none other than us versus the Buck. What's good, my man? What it do? What up? What's Uh, going on? Yo, this is uh, this is gonna be a momentous occasion. Um Us versus the Buff has helped me out on, on several occasions with recording. Um big fan of the podcast. Um Shouts to no emotion. He's 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 the dude behind the visuals when PNV it comes records. to V records. P and V. Get down with it. We all come from penis and vagina. So uh this is this is a great feeling because this is I added a twist. I know I've been getting shit from several people. I don't want to name anybody by name, but they keep telling, you know, people keep telling me, yo. What's up with the eats on this podcast? <laughs> like we do the beer, we do the music, but what's up with the eats? So we're trying something different. We're got gonna it in today. Yeah, 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 we're gonna get to that point though. But before we get to that point, we got to get to know what's up with us versus the buffs. So, um, man, yo, where did it start for you, man? Um, let's let's get with, let's let's jump on the graffiti
0: tip before we get into photography and videography. Where did the graffiti thing start for you? The graffiti thing started for me in elementary school. To be honest Okay Going to school Every day You see people tag On the on the books Or the desk Yeah you Change the page This other guy Was writing a message To this other guy On the last page And I was like Seven or eight What the hell is this Who the hell is Pepe Who's <laughs> Pepe loves this girl Oh This girl's name Got crossed out In this other book <laughs> hey, What's going on Pepe don't love her No more <laughs> There's a story Behind this that's how it starts. And then you start to notice, oh, I went back to this period on Wednesday and this wasn't there on Tuesday. Wow. Who did this? That
1: was back when when the books were communal. Right, exactly. It was before you got your own set of books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got you, got your okay. Every class had a set of books. I on gotta the table. break that down for my younger my younger audience oh, audience right. for listenership. Yes, back in the days when we was coming up, it was uh, you didn't have your own books. Um, if you thought schools weren't funded properly now, properly now, <laughs> back then they were horrible. You had to share books. Uh, you know, what I'm saying that the, the books would be at the front of the classroom in a stack, and you come in and you grab a, a book. It don't exactly. matter exactly any book, any book, book. They're all the same book. But you grab a copy. You didn't know what you was gonna get. It was real random. And then that's where you was you was coming
0: across these these notes and messages, Yeah, little notes, book. little messages, little tags, little I love. I love that Mm -hmm. This was even before I got into hip hop Got you This was Okay now You're Puerto Rican So was this in PR Or
1: was this Oh no no This was here I started going going to
0: school In the states Okay got you 89
1: 90 Wow And you was getting down, it was getting down like that, like picking up all the different messages. So then you, you felt compelled? Was it that you felt like compelled to get on and write your own name? Oh yeah, I
0: started writing my government name on the book and stuff like that before I started catching tags and and all that. Got you,
1: got you. So what was the next phase of us verse after
0: getting that influence or seeing that? Well, before that, since I am Puerto Rican, um. My mom had younger brothers. Her younger brothers were probably like 10, 15 years younger than her. So when I was born, my uncles were like 15, 16 years old in Puerto Rico. Mm. So I have a picture of me like in 1987 sitting on my uncle's lap while he's in front of his turntables. I'm holding the mic and my other little cousin has the headphones and stuff like that. Dope,
1: dope. So it was kind of like like the hip-hop... path was laid out for you like you were going to be involved
0: yeah and my know. parents were born in new york brooklyn and bronx they migrated to puerto rico that's where i was born and that's where i saw they took some hip-hop with them So, stuff oh, that's 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 especially the younger brothers of course because yeah. my mom was like into disco so was my yeah, dad yeah. she came up
1: in that era but yeah. like you said she had younger brothers that were coming but up my on mom can end.
0: still recite rappers delight <laughs> like when, I, when she found out I was into hip-hop, she was like, oh, hip-hop, a hippie, a hippie to the hip-hop. For you? I was like, whoa, how did you know that? Well, she told me, oh, I'm from Brooklyn, I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> she came through rapping. She's like, she never lets me forget that she's from Brooklyn. Dope, dope, that's crazy.
1: So, what was the, um? so you started putting your name on the books, eventually you had to come up with your own name. Well, take us through that, like... Was, oh, it, was it
0: right into us versus the buff right oh, after hell. that? Us versus the buff is like the fourth name, fifth name. Okay, let's, let's get through, let's get through one, two, and let's three. that's after like three arrests <laughs> <laughs> to protect the identity. Of course, every time you get roped, you got to switch the name. <laughs> you got to change the name. Most graffiti writer, writers have like two or three names. Okay, and what was one of the earliest ones? The earliest, without name. incriminating yourself. No, no, no. <laughs> this was some toy crap like catching tags in school. Mm-hmm. My first name was E-N-S-T. I just like the letters. It doesn't, really? It's not even a word. E-N-S-T. And I was just used to do, catch little tags. Okay. okay. And I was, that had to be middle school, like 90s, mid-90s. The people, I mean, I'm sure your people, your closest
1: friends probably knew who that
0: was. Oh no, not even. No, you was all like, pure secrecy? Just maybe my older cousin who got me into it, but that's about it. Yeah, I've always been high secretive. Got you. Let nobody know, stuff like that.
1: Rolling through the shadows and Uh shit. Dope, dope. Then what was the next step in that evolution?
0: After that, after that, then I started getting heavy into hip hop, Mm -hmm. like... Come home from school, watch Rap City with Joe Claire. Yeah. Joe Cleese. And then Big Les. Yeah. And then Big Tigger. But that was late 90s and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's how I started steering heavy into graffiti and hip hop and all that. I started being a heavy hip hop head. Okay. And it was like, oh, I can MC, but I need a studio and all this. Because this was mid late 90s. Yeah. I could break dance, but I got to dance and get someone to teach me. DJ, my mom's not going to fucking buy me no $100, three, dollars $400, $600 DJ setup. Yeah. What can I do that's for free and easy? Graffiti. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because originally graffiti
1: was you rack up on cans, you wouldn't pay for that shit either. Or you exactly, steal a marker here or there. You'd, just let, you know, you'd swipe a marker in your pocket exactly. and it wouldn't cost you anything. So that was the most
0: accessible. Exactly. That's, so, that's where everyone starts, to be honest. Yeah. Or yeah. you grab a pencil or a pen and just start catching a tag. Okay, so from E N S T, what was the next one you was dropping? The next one, <laughs> the next one was in high school. I used to get up a lot, so the name I used, to, I started getting up with on the streets was Erect because I used to get up. E R E K T K B S Crew. Okay, E R E. That's the first name I did. Damage with Don and Kendall. That's the first name I had arrested on there. <laughs> Yo, what was that like? That's the first name I put down on an MC battle and DJ EFN misspelled it and he said Eric T. So my rap name was Eric T. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, hey, that's crazy that you mentioned that because everybody gets EFN's name wrong. So he got my name wrong. He got your name wrong. at Crazy Goods store, they had a battle back in the day. Had to be the, the 90s, late 90s. Okay. And he said, because my name, the tag was E-R-E-K-T. But he said Eric T. <laughs> Eric T. <laughs> yeah.
1: So it's kinda like so full circle like, for him. It's I like was like, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: I'm gonna run with that. <laughs> it <laughs> yeah. was like an inside joke with the with the homies. Okay, okay. And you had a you had a collective of cats that was rhyming with you too? Uh, yeah, rhyming, doing graffiti mostly and stuff like that. K, that was
1: KBS. I was all on the way.
0: KBS one? WS crew. Okay. Yeah. Wow, wow. So okay,
1: so now we've got we've got what, two names in the bag right now. What was the third one? The third us versus the buff. Oh, all right. That was the uh, that was the final
0: form, the evolution. Yeah, like like the the third stage of the Pokemon and shit. Right? Yeah, but it took a while. Like erect was two thousand one. Then us versus the buff was formed two thousand nine. Got you. So got you. And us versus the buff. For those who don't
1: understand, we'll break that down. I mean, I know the getting buffed is, is putting your name over somebody else's name. No, so, getting buffed is when they paint over your stuff or paint over your. Okay. You got buffed. You got painted over. Okay, so so let me
0: know why we we as us should be against the buff. Cause uh, well, me, I'm us against the buff. Cause from Kendall in Kendall, Florida, the buff was heavy at one point. Gotcha. you. You would catch a tag, but the next morning, if you don't can if you didn't come out like at six a.m., it was buffed already. Really. So usually we would tag mad shit and they don't see it because they got buffed already. We just see the buff mark. Got you. And then my brain started evolving. I was like, I got to beat these buff niggas. (laughs) So we started going for stuff that they won't buff. Okay. So that's like, that's what everyone aims for. Like a a landmark spot where you can catch a tag on it and it runs for 10 years. Mm. And Mm. like trash cans, curbs, like the little electrical boxes that are in the middle of nowhere oh, and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah, I
1: got you. I got you.
0: Stuff like that barely gets buffed. Okay. And stuff like that. And I started Damn noticing that. Me. Okay, you picked so up So my the- number one enemy was the buff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so so, so was, you, you formed a legion of your own. You'd be like, yo, I'm just going to go against the buff. I'm going right, to figure out. So when out- I
0: decided to do the website, I was thinking of names. And one of the, the names that came up was us versus the buff. Yeah. Cause it rhymed and went perfect. Stuff yeah. like that. It and it's crazy because <laughs> you say it's like shit
1: would get buffed. Like I well I imagine the reason you could tell it was buffed is because it's
0: old paint versus new paint. Right, like, and like usually different spot. colors. And, and that's what I say. It's like, like a gray wall with a pink buff or vice yeah. versa and stuff yeah. like that. Or they'll use cheap buff paint so you see your name, it shine kinda bleeds through. through a little bit. Yeah. hmm Dope, dope.
1: Okay. So, I guess my next question is, you start getting into actually capturing graffiti pieces. I know you had a YouTube channel early on where right. you was
0: capturing pieces, you was laying music under them. What inspired you to do that? Yeah, this was 2009, 2010. I've always been taking pictures and stuff like that. If I go to a family party, I'm the photographer Okay. and whatnot. And that's around the time the iPhone came out. Like, All before right. that... You had the digital cameras, but it was a mission to get it processed and all that crap. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then the iPhone changed the game straight up because you had that, you had everything you needed to put it up in one easy thingy that fit in your pocket. Got you. So I'd go out, take the picture, and before Instagram, we would go to forums. So, okay. I started okay. off on the 305.com back in the day. I remember. I remember. Um, that was the one that. Uh, uh, drove. Drew,
1: David Rosario, exactly. and it was, yeah. it was uh,
0: another dude that was Struck there. Struck 305, I think.
1: Got gotcha. you.
0: Yeah, that's, that was the hub for Miami hip hop in the it late was. 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. That's where we set up a bunch of battles, the South Beach Cipher, all that stuff went down. Dope. That's where I first heard of H2O. Greg. Shouts to WVCC. CHP. Everybody in Miami was on that. That website was a shit, to be honest. It was. It was dope. I remember it was the message boards. You go
1: on there. You see people promote their shit. Yeah, that's where you go.
0: Straight to the message
1: board, to be honest. That shit brings me back to there used to be a producer on there called Direct Hit. That was on there. He put stuff on there, too. Yeah, that was a classic. I remember that was early. I was staying in in, uh, Davie. I was at the Conquisto Road at the time. Like early internet shit. Not early, early, but I mean... When yeah. we were starting Before it really... That's like the early social media to, for yeah. us
0: down here. No, for sure. Was that that website.
1: Yeah.
0: And yeah, I met a bunch of people from that. We went to a bunch of events back then. You, were and you that was an influence. Were you capturing this? On the iPhone? I mean, you had the iPhone. You, well, the iPhone was after that. Because the
1: 305 right, no. was
0: early 2000s. Yeah. And then that kind of died out. And then... The iPhone was, popped off in 06, 07, wasn't it? 07. Right, 07, 08... <laughs> And I got it like a 809. Gotcha. And then I would take pictures and post it onto forums. And then, I personally, I like the illegal vandalism, tags, throw-ups.
1: Not the commission shit.
0: How the it. hell this guy get there in the mm-hmm. middle of the, the freaking busiest interstate. Mm-hmm. So, I started tagging. I started taking pictures from tags, stickers, to throw-ups, to pieces, to productions, and all that. Mm. And no bias. And I would put it up on a forum. And they would only put up the pretty shit. And I would, I'd be like, yo, what's up? The gritty shit is the pretty shit. That's <laughs> what you. I like. Got you. So. It's
1: kind of like a, a, a vinyl collector wanting to hear that, the groove. Exactly. When they would put the needle on there, that dust, hear the, that.
0: Yeah. The vinyl sound. Yeah. So they wouldn't put it up. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to learn this internet stuff. I'm going to start my website. I'm going to put my stuff up. And that's where I started usverseTheBuff.com. So. Damn. And then I started just putting up everything I found, from tags, to stickers, to pieces, to productions, to everything. Wow. And then pictures led to doing video and all that crap. Okay. Damn. So, break down the video. What type of videos were you putting? Because I started the, the website. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was just like a blog uh, blog post thingy where I just posted like pictures. Like a blog spot. Yeah, right, a yeah. blog spot. And then this thing came out called YouTube. Bah. Mm. And I was, Never heard of it. I was early into YouTube. Yeah, gotcha. Like some of my first YouTube videos are shitty uh, concerts. But I would go to concerts. Okay, okay. So I have some Rock the Bells 2007 there. Nice. I have some freaking Black Star when they brought up Common, surprised the crowd. Wow. Nas, uh, Immortal Technique. Ooh. I had Wu-Tang, first time I saw Wu-Tang. Damn. And that's the best concert I've ever been to. Hands at down the, at the Jackie Gleason Theater. No, this was at Bayfront. Uh, Bay oh, Front the rock. Park. Okay, you talking outside. about rock the bells later. Yeah, okay, rock gotcha, the bells. gotcha,
1: gotcha. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, that was that was an official like that was an event because that shit was all day long. It was yes. a festival, and then Nas closed it was like it. a hip hop festival. Nas, oh, no, Nas actually Nas then Wu Tang, yeah, yeah, exactly. Of course, Wu Tang closed it out. Yeah, the, actually, it's funny because that's when I first met Orion. That was the first time I met Orion was at Word. that show. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to WDDH. That's funny. And that
0: was a dope show. I mean, Pharaoh Mantra's out there. Yeah, they opened up. I, I think even Jedi Mind Tricks opened up. There was a, there was also
1: yeah there was a stage because they had two they had the pay due stage and right. then they had the the which was off to the side and then they had the the main stage where all the the bigger acts was at. But no, that was a, that was a dope dope event for sure. Yo, shout out to Sweet Jesus. Um, I rode out with him out there. Shouts to Strobe. He was out there with me. And that was, I remember that was my earliest memory of meeting
0: O'Reilly. That shit was, was shit. Was so nuts. I would put up stuff like that on YouTube. Okay. And then shortly after YouTube popped up, a thing called Instagram popped up. Gotcha. And I was like, yo, this is, I was thinking of doing an Instagram type app. Because I wanted to put up a picture of a bunch of tags and then be able to tag everyone on it. Mm. And then these fuckers did Instagram and shit. <laughs> Damn, and I was yeah. like, yo, what the fuck? So I started putting everything on Instagram. And Instagram blew up. Because I was an early adopter to Instagram. Now I got almost 10,000 followers. Wow. Just strictly graph heads, hip hop heads. Yeah. From Cali to freaking NY and every, everywhere in between.
1: So, where's, before I go any further, further I got to ask, where's the spot that you hit up that was, I know you mentioned earlier, locations that you would put up? That it wouldn't get touched or it got the most, got the most viewer, uh, I don't want to say viewership, but got
0: the most, like, eyes on it. Like, you remember which was the spot that was, like. Oh, yeah, the best spots are entrances and exits to the highways. Okay. Uh, All the, around every club, around every liquor store, wherever all the degenerates are going to go. Around all the hip-hop spots, hip-hop shops. okay. That's where you want to tag. Around all the schools. Yeah. You got got to be methodical about it. Yeah. Wherever cars are going to go. Especially down here because we
1: don't have... I mean, besides the tri-rail, you really don't have a subway system. Right, yeah. So nothing new. Like in New York, is different. New York is off
0: rooftops, off the lines and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, we have one line, (laughs) which would be the metro. Exactly. But you see... uh, you see more, more people take cars than take the Metro Rail here. So. No, indeed, indeed. Uh, Art Murray said it's a
1: transit city, bro. We just, everybody's moving in a vehicle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. from one place <laughs> to the other. Um, Mowgli. Yo, Mowgli. Shouts to Mowgli. So what up, Mowgli. Well, um season, one, season two, episode one, he mentioned you. Y'all got up early
0: on some spots. Yo, what was that like? Homie, homie was a, my neighbor. We used to chill... I used to live on 88th and like 147th in Kendall. Mm. And he used to live around there. Like He's 152. <laughs> yeah, he's 152, but he used to stay around there too. And okay. we would smoke trees in the back of my freaking... In my porch. Okay. And then he, we would see him hop the fence. And we were like, what the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> and then one day he just came up to us and we started chilling. Yo, wait a minute. So did the wheat smell kind of bring him over this, the, the well, fence? Well, no. He would just oh. hop the fence because if not, you would have to go around the neighborhoods. He lived in the neighborhood oh, behind so to, me. To get from point A to point B. Right. It it's quicker to do the the fence. He would hop the fence going this way and we would... We Back there smoking, and then some guy just hops the fence. We're like, what the fuck? Like, on don't mind me. I'm just right. like Ferris Bueller, and we're, we're like, like, don't mind us. We're just smoking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then one thing led to each other, and one bro. thing next to the next, and we started smoking. Okay. Like, oh, you rap, we rhyme. You do graffiti. We, I do graffiti, and we just start chilling. Fuck the power of hip hop, bro. Exactly. Like, I have one of his first uh, mixtapes, the Drive-By Music Volume 1, okay. hand, the cover hand drawn by him, the yeah. back hand drawn by him, and I was like 17, 16, maybe 18, mm-hmm. and that was the first local shit that I got, that when I listened to it, end to end, I was like, yo, what the fuck, this is a classic. Wow. And by, by then, I was already into heavy into hip-hop, going to Best Buy every Tuesday, buying... Whatever release
1: release was dropping that Tuesday. Yeah, this was
0: like 98, probably Mm. 99, after Wu-Tang came out, after like the golden era. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, this guy's from here, and he's fucking spitting, and he got beats, dope beats. Mm. And Mowgli was a beast back then, still.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it started... I know we talked talked about it on this episode where he, he went... Like, he paid his dues as far as grinding and, and, and keeping to it, despite the fact that the early reception that he got for his music wasn't the most favorable, but he kept oh, yeah. pushing at it. Oh, yeah. I
0: already gave the CD to... I forgot who it was, and they were like, oh, this is garbage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, this was after that. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. this was like his so first... It took, yeah, but in other words, he had, he had
1: perfected the style. Like yeah, At this yeah, point, yeah. he was doing what he does and continues to do now, which he just keeps pumping out some Yeah, some I think they put shit.
0: that up on YouTube like five years ago and... Drive by volume music. Drive by music volume one. Okay. That's why you gotta search. Dove P. Mowgli. Dubai. Fire, Miami Classic. No, indeed,
1: indeed. And and uh and Bruce and East alumni, man. Shouts to you, Mowgli, like I said. Um now take me into the moment where you um start doing videos. Um I mean, I was was uh, no emotion. You're a heavy no emotion collaborator. Shouts to no emotion. Yeah. Also, Bruce and uh, Eats alumni, the Gods. Um, the
0: Gods. Before you started building with him, were you doing video? Were you doing videos at that point? Yeah, no emotion was just recent. The last six months. Okay, a oh, But wow. 2011, I did a, my one of my first videos was for, was for Mowgli. Really? Yes. Oh shit! That's you after tell like me that. that's like after ten years of not. Speaking of him, we're running into him. Yeah. I ran into him because I guess the guy managing him was a graffiti writer. Okay. And he saw that I was doing the Us versus The Buff, putting out graph videos with hip-hop in the background. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, I'm not sure if I did a video before that, but it had to be my first or second video was the Mowgli video. Okay. So we linked up in Winwood. If you look at Mowgli, the song is Mowgli Home. There's a big Dade sign in the background, D-A-D, Dadeware. Okay. And there's a bunch of graph writers in that video. Everyone nice. in it's a freaking infamous writer and whatnot. Dope, dope. And that video was one of my first videos, and it came out pretty freaking dope. Okay. And then ever since then, I started getting hooked onto the video shit. Got you.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, for those who don't who don't know or do know, um, the reason why... it. it you know, when I said, you know, um, as far as you and no emotion building, and you hit me with that. now, nah, that was only six months ago. The reason why it seems like it's so much longer is because you guys don't play around. Like, the amount yeah. of content y'all pump out, it
0: seems like y'all been doing it for years. Years of working, putting in work, learning how to be able to do what we're doing now, putting out a video every single day. And, Matt, you know, so in other words, you you found a way to maximize your time and and
1: uh, and the efforts so that it takes a lot less time to do a lot more.
0: Exactly. So you you guys recently hit a hundred plus videos, right? Yeah, yeah. We're that's... almost at one hundred and twenty or something like that. Wow. One video every day since I think June. Yeah, that's I mean that's unheard of for somebody to drop a
1: video every day. I I told y'all I told you I told No Emotion when he was on the on the show that um that's that's a machine. And that's like an effort that it, it 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 it's crazy. It's but you
0: you can accomplish it. It's something that's doable. Bro but my it's... dream is to live hip hop every day. Gotcha. And we started doing it. Every day we're living hip hop. Mm, Saturdays damn. we link up, we shoot a bunch of videos, skits as well. We started adding a skit. We mm, shoot at least six mm. videos, seven videos, and one skit. Okay. Uh, and then during the week, we're recording a song every day, 7 p.m. YouTube, no emotion, gold mask. Mm. We're there Get for in. two hours. We got Get the chat voice. helping us write the songs. Got gotcha. you. At the end of the week, we have all those songs, and then I got those songs to make videos of. So, so Saturday, we link up. Location time. Just we go. The location. We link up somewhere in South Florida, and we shoot for about three, four hours. Videos straight nonstop. Wow, yo, that's a fucking, that's a work ethic, man. I, again, There's I, plenty of beer involved. Yes,
1: yes. <laughs> Speaking of beer, um, yeah, I know the rules of this podcast for those who've been here before. Um, we typically have a beers or oh, a brew segment, but we decided it was only right. Um, Us versed Above came through with the latest flavor from Spanish Marie Brewing. It's their cotton candy, pink vanilla. It's a sour that clocks in at a 7.3%. It looks like it has a plus or minus, song, so it, a minus sign, so it could be a little more than 7.3, a little under 7.3. But, uh, yeah, we've been we've been sampling this through the whole first segment, which is not something we normally do. But when the guest comes through with this fire-ass beer, we got to get on it. We definitely got to get on it. Did you like the way I said beer? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Yo, that's where it came from. <laughs> Yo, shouts to Big Trez in the crib at the same time we're doing this... Yeah. Uh, Solar System Studios um, Let me make sure I got everything All my, all my official business in order before we, before we move into the next segment So Us versus The Buff Came up tagging uh, Got into photography uh, Capturing some of these um, pieces Throughout South Florida um, Making videos out of them And then eventually making your own videos um, If you had a chance to make a video For an artist Who would that be?
0: They're all dead. Damn, <laughs> Bomb.
1: Yo, y'all know what's up. It's Bruise Beast and he's the podcast. Y'all stick around. We're going to get into this Bruise segment and then really talk about Bruise. I got oh. us versus the buff. It's old head Ed. Big Trez is in the place too. Yeet. Yeah. Bruce Beast and Easter podcast. We are back. We have reached the Bruise segment. It is us versus the buff versus these beers. Let's go. We're, we're gonna get into it. Um, for those of you who've been here before, y'all know the deal. For the for those that are you're tuning in for the first time, it goes down like this. My guest samples four different beers. I provide four different beers for them to sample. They taste one, give me their thoughts. By the time this is all done, we kind of get a rank from one through four. Uh, we did a, we did things a little bit differently. We already said it. We said it off in the beginning. We mentioned it. We're doing things a little differently. Uh, this time around, I got the opportunity to sit down with us versus the buff, have a meal, and kind of have him pick out the beers. He said, let's just go hop heavy. Like, let's do this hop thing. He said, yeah. you're a fan of the hoppy beers, huh? IPAs. IPAs all day. So um, so we racked up four different IPAs. And, um, and yeah, man, we're going to go through them, try them out. I'll give them a couple of stats, and then we'll get your opinion on them. What do you think, us? Let's do it. All right. So the first one we're gonna mess with. Let's see. The first one we're gonna mess with is the Cosmic Disco, and it is from. Where's it from? Oh, Duclaw. Yeah. Duclaw. Cosmic Disco from Duclaw Brewing Company. It's a pale ale. Clocks in at a four point nine as far as the ABV. And it's brewed in Maryland. Yeah. Looking, what, what you what you thinking? Looking at you, you're admiring the artwork yeah, was on the I am looking at the
0: artwork. I'm a I'm a, I have the artist's eye, so I like can art. I like box art, all the marketing art. I always look at. It. You, you have appreciation for. Yeah, it. and this has kind of that '70s disco font.
1: Yeah, and colors. it kind of looks like a lava lamp. If you yeah, look at the, the way It has a lava
0: lamp background, orange fading into the pink. Dope. So give that one a try. That's the one on your left side there. All right, let's see here. This is a little hazy. It's a little golden haze to what we have. Straight up, this is a a light IPA. You okay. Can tell. Okay, got you. It barely has an IPA taste, mm. but it, it tastes good. I would okay. drink this for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> on some brunch shit. Yeah, some wake I- up Sunday morning. I didn't drink Saturday. I want to drink Sunday. You, yeah, you want to you want to get that all day drinking in. Right. Yeah. So this you is wanna a, start early. This is the one you start with. Right. This is what you start with. This okay. Is what you sip on. Well, it's it's, a bacon,
1: <laughs> eggs and <laughs> bacon. Yeah. With this. So it's fitting. So it makes sense that we start off with this one. We we set it off with this one. Dope. Dope. Um, you know how we do at this time. Every time the guests taste the first beer. The next question I have, and I keep saying beer, kind of like, on (laughs) that's it. We usually ask our guests um, about their earliest beer memory, hashtag EBM. So, um, us, what's what's your first, your
0: earliest beer memory? Bro, I'm from, I'm Puerto Rican. I'm from the islands. Okay. First beer memory, I was probably like five, four or five sipping from my dad's uh corona or whatever or whatever he was drinking okay on. okay but th- that doesn't count to me no nah. <laughs> that nah, doesn't nah. count because i didn't get drunk i was just tasting in and you make the bitter face Ooh, yeah. why are you drinking that blah blah but i think the first beer i can remember drinking getting drunk was not even beer since all right our parents always gave us a sip Mm -hmm. So, I went straight to the freaking hard liquor when I was like 17. Wow. I remember the first time I got blackout drunk. I threw up. That same night, I crashed my mom's car. (laughs) I was going to go park the car so we can go to the party at my cousin's crib. And this shit happened. We got in a car crash. Literally two minutes away from my house. No. So, the tow truck towed the house. We still went to the party. The
1: car. The car. They towed the house. They towed the car to the party, (laughs) to the
0: house. We went to the party. And I got blackout drunk on Bacardi Limon. Oh, shit. And this was like in 90, 2000, 1999. Yeah. I still cannot drink Bacardi Limon to this day. That, that means you, you succeeded at yes. drinking your first night. Because everybody who says like,
1: their very first adventure in drinking is the one they can't do no more. I was like, yo, job well done.
0: Yes, Bacardi Limon, I smell that, I start to gag. Mm. So after that, I wasn't really into the light beers. So okay. I went straight into malt liquor. So, okay, okay. Me and the homies, O.E. Mm. Mickey's, yep, The stuff blue, like that. Shits, blue, blue, bull. They had that back the, then. The, the 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 what is it? Blue the the dog something. Blue red dog, red dog, red dog or something red like red that. Red dog, yeah, damn. Like, red Mad Dog
1: twenty twenty two. Yeah, yeah. When you're getting into that and shit, all that that wild syrup Irish and, rolls
0: shit. and all that other. Yeah, Cisco, all that crap. Uh, of course, we tried it once, but that that wasn't the way. Yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah. We got heavy into two eleven steel reserve.
1: Oh yeah, for a minute. That's it. Yeah, I remember the first time I drank one of those where I was like, yeah, "I'll try this one," and it was a tall boy. And I didn't even get through it, and I was like, feeling it. Like I was like, "Oh, this is exactly this is, this is putting in work." Like four or five drinks in. Like, <laughs> like, like you took you took a couple of like four or five heavy pulls off of this. Right, and I was like, that's "Oh, so that's this a is, sipper, you sip on it." You got to you. I didn't know that at the beginning. I was like. Alright, i drink it like any other thing like, we nah. used to, like you said, we used to hit up Yeah, Mickey's. that's how we
0: learned first We drink the whole thing, next thing you know yeah. <laughs> yeah No, still reserved for sure um, And ever since then, I've been into the heavy The high gravity okay. Heavy body, heavy flavor shit Got you, got you And then I think Like in the late 2009's Early 2010's mm-hmm. That's when I had my first IPA And I think it was at Sierra Nevada, Ale. okay. Because that was, I think they just got bought out by uh, Anheuser. Uh, Yeah, they started distributing them everywhere. Mm -hmm. They showed up in public, so I was like, oh, what's this? Yeah. Ever since then, I was like, oh, shit. I I took a sip, I looked at the bottle, I started reading the whole thing. I was like, yo, this is what I've been waiting for my whole life.
1: Yeah, It, it hit everywhere between the taste and then and then the the damage that it did too right it didn't didn't take a whole quart we came up drinking quarts and you drink a whole one to the head and after a while it it gets to the point where you're like you're taking them down and it doesn't have it it doesn't have the same effect like you You kind of get drunk
0: but you have to drink so much you, you yeah. get bloated as fuck, mm-hmm. and I have that problem. If I drink too much beer, my st- I start feeling into my stomach. Yeah. So once I turned on to this high qu- gravity shit, I was like, Yo, I just need four, and I'm straight. And you're good. If I drink six, I'm passed out and whatnot. <laughs> and that but, changed the game.
1: Yeah, because before
0: you. that, it was just drink liquor and yeah, three drinks and you're blacked out drunk because we fucking ninety percent alcohol. And yeah, everybody so put in a
1: big ass tumbler cup. You know what I'm saying? Very little ice. Yeah, I remember those days. I had those days too, yo. That's, yeah, that brings back memories for sure. Oh, yeah. for sure. Um, to the, nowadays, you're into the IPAs. Um, you kind of touched on what... Well, you went from Steel Reserve, then you went to Sierra Nevada. Um, one of the summer... Bro, the the the, the craft beer scene in, in South Florida has been bubbling for a minute. Hell yeah, it started blowing up. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember the first time you pulled up to a spot? Or, ate, or the, the, the first one well, pulled World
0: the- of Beer. Because they had a World of Beer and Candle. you. And this was right around the time... Right when Windwood was bubbling. Before they started having a bunch of crap breweries everywhere. Okay. So we would go there. And I would try all the... Everything. Mostly the IPAs. Because that's when I started getting heavy into the IPAs. Yeah. And we started doing IPAs and heavy alcohol shit. Okay. And stuff like that. Damn, yeah. Like recently, within the last couple months, I started drinking... Lower alcohol content IPAs and stuff like that.
1: Okay. Well, yeah, and it, like I think we discussed it. We discussed it earlier this evening, where it's like you you got to kind of plan for the situation. Exactly. If if you pull up to a house party that starts at five o'clock, you don't want to hit yourself over the head with nothing crazy because you know you're going to be there till about eleven, twelve. You know. how you Because know. I'm older now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, with age comes a certain amount of 10 sophistication. Years ago,
0: Oh, no, <laughs> no, damn. No, I know exactly what you mean. We would pregame before the pregame. Yeah, drink to catch that buzz before you went into the club and try to <laughs> yeah. pay for these expensive ass drinks. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. Hell yeah. Oh, there was a, a moment in time there where I got into the four locals too. Really? Okay, so you okay? Yeah. See, this I'm, is the OG four local though.
1: I, well, see, my era, but let's see, the, the, what you're experiencing now, as far as like yo, that responsible drinking, I had already. You experienced by the time
0: I, four local by came the time probably, four like, exactly, exactly. I was already
1: on some moment, like yo, I ain't drinking to get like. But I was,
0: I was still responsibly drinking back then. Before locals caught your attention. Four local mixed alcohol with the caffeine. Mm. and this was when they had fourlocalstories.com. it was a website <laughs> Yo, where, that was a thing? yes people would <laughs> put their freaking the stories of what happened oh I started drinking 4 local next thing I know I ended up with a broken arm in an <laughs> arm robbery case oh no <laughs> and it's because the freaking alcohol mixed with the caffeine did something to you and I was chilling with my boy Because typically, typically alcohol is alcohol is a downer Right It,
1: it, it suppresses you Right It, it brings you down but when you mix it but with caffeine You find yourself in a place
0: where you would normally be chill, But now you can't because you got the caffeine kicking in and, Exactly And back then when Weirwood was starting to pop off My boy was a DJ Shout, okay. out, shout out DJ Sharp Sound Oh, okay um, They used to do Electric Pickle, Purdy Lounge and stuff back then All right And I used to go hang out with him. And before we would go start, before he would start his set, we would go to the gas station, get one for Loco, and we're straight for the fucking night. No. (laughs) We were drinking in the car. And then by the time we walked in, we didn't need nothing else. He was already in the mix. I would start taking photos and shit like that. Dope. That is dope, man. But then they changed the formula and I haven't touched that shit since. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. You gave me a pretty good Four local story. Did you ever post that up on that Four oh, Locos? No, no, no. I nah, was nah. always responsible with
1: it. Okay, okay, yeah. You, you never ended up in a point where you, you broke your arm trying to arm
0: robbers. Because uh, I always robbers. do my research before... I partake in something. Okay, gotcha. So, I, I did my research on alcohol and caffeine. What the hell is the hype about this Four loco shit? Yeah. And I knew what's up. Gotcha. So, so, you came in prepared. We would One can would last us like an hour to drink. We wouldn't wow. chug that
1: shit. Yeah. It, did it taste any different through as far as the temperature? Because, I I mean, having it sit for an hour, I imagine it'd get warmer. Did the taste I'm change I'm sure, at all?
0: but the alcohol content... They <laughs> made you not care <laughs> fuck about that <laughs> yeah. By the time you're halfway done, you're already gone. Wow. So you're just drinking it. Dope. Yo,
1: let's get into the second beer. This next one comes Go. from Cigar City Brewing. It is their Fancy Papers. Whoa, I haven't had this one yet. Okay. It clocks in at a 6.5. It's a New England IPA. And it's brewed in... South Florida. Well, actually, Florida. It's actually out of Tampa. Cigar City's out of Tampa. Uh, so that's what we
0: got there in front of you as your let's second beer. So what's up? I've, I had... A, I, I said Cigar City is my favorite brewery right now. Had the Highlight. Yeah, the yeah. Highlight, the Florida Man. Okay. They so have the, a couple more that I had, but I haven't tried this fancy. Have pills. you had the Maduro?
1: The, it's a brown ale. You probably, that's probably why you haven't fucked with it. But let's see if Cigar City still holds that title.
0: Rain Supreme. Yeah, I like this one. Like, okay. This is a, a light sipper, too. Okay.
1: You feel it a little more than the last yeah, one? Yeah,
0: definitely a little more than the last one. A little more flavor, a little more body, a little more of the alcoholic taste. Okay. But this is what I would grab other than the... The other one was light. Yeah. So if the, the other one was breakfast, this one would be lunch, definitely. Got you. Got you. But yeah, this one's good. This with some fries, some a burger, mm. go perfect. Yeah, yeah. Wash that down and have a couple of those. Yeah, and it's still not—it's not super
1: strong. So yeah, you can have a couple. So yeah, you're not gonna—you're not gonna incapacitate yourself with just a couple of those. Yeah, you can two, get through a couple. maybe
0: two, three at the most with the meal. You good?
1: Nice, nice. Again, Cigar City Brewing, Fancy Papers new england ipa 6.5 abv that's the rundown on that one um and man so ipas so you said sierra nevada was the the one that uh the ipa of choice that's the one that that, that sent you down that that path and then i
0: started noticing around that same time whenever you went to a club down here they had sierra nevada so if i was going to order a beer let me get the sierra nevada ah got you Brown bottle with the green label. Exactly. Yeah. And then I would put my boys on, hey, no, fuck that Bud Light. Try this. (laughs) And they would be like, yo, all right, fuck with this. It's a little strong, but I fuck with it. Okay. Shit, so you put them on. You were spreading
1: the knowledge. Hell yeah, always. That is ill. Each one teach one. That's how we get down on Bruce Beats and Eats, man. Hell yeah. Yeah. while you finish off that beer, um, I just gotta send shouts to you know the whole SoulFlow media gang. For those of you who yeah, haven't yeah. checked it out already, get over to YouTube, Human Sushi. Uh, on the YouTube is the Human Sushi Podcast. Go check out the 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 the, 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 the milestone episode. Three
0: hours show three hours plus um three hours, five minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> three oh five. Um, Bro, that's what you got to do. Every time you do a
1: SFMG 305. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to give you a little behind the scenes. Um, Shouts to Dre. Shouts to Renee. Human Sushi. That's Peoples. That's Peoples for sure. Um, WDDH, WVCC, everybody involved. CGIT4. Exactly. Um, No joke. I was sitting next to Dre and um, he had the console facing him, and I was keeping... I would look over at the time every once in a while, and I thought to myself, yo, it would be dope if we ended it at 3.05. Like, that's one of the thoughts that I, that, that popped into my head. But, you know what I'm saying? It was like the conversation was flowing. Uh, you know, Orion, you know, H talks. Orion we going back and forth. Uh, you know, it, it was just magic. It, it just felt so... It felt so smooth going, you know, the conversation. So I was like, Yo, I'm just gonna let this ride." It's not my podcast, but being a podcaster, you're like your mind is yeah, kind of course. running around in these spaces. You're like, "Oh, wait, what is, are we too long? Or what's going on?" And then I have to remind myself, like, "Bro, this ain't the show. Just, <laughs> just sit back and enjoy it." You know what I'm saying? Guest. Yeah. You never know. Uh, Kendall versus Hialeah thats supposed oh. to happen. We'll get into that more in the uh, the beat segment. Kendall, for Sure. All day. Yeah. So with that said. Um, Shouts to South Florida Media Gang Let's get into this third beer Let's go The third one is the official Official I'm going to have to lay the uh, the Jay Dillard shit in there um, With the uh, it is it Champion Sound or was it Well it was a track that had official y- Y'all hear it um, This one is from Bell's Brewery It's the official Hazy IPA It's also a New England IPA Clocks in at a six point four, and it's brewed in Michigan. Um, see what we got here. They got got some information here. Uh, the two ingredients that they really that 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 mainly
0: focus in here is uh oh yeah you can't litter in Puerto Rico. bro. It says Puerto Rico don't litter on the can like they knew I'm Puerto Rican. I was about to drink this. Yo, <laughs> they're
1: sending they're sending a direct message to us
0: verse right Puerto here. <laughs>
1: So apparently this got you know American hops and a wheat and a wheat malt. Uh, it's double dry hops, Combination of mosaic, citra, asaka, amarillo, and eldorado. Bro, wait, hold on. Say so this one, two, three, four, five. That's five different types of hops. I think the only one that has not the only one, but I, I think the o- only other beer that I've come across that has more hops than that is the Hop Executioner from uh, from uh, what's It's terrapin. Terrapin. Damn. Terrapin. Out of Atlanta, out of Georgia, I mean. I've had some of their beers, but I don't think I've had that one. The Hopsecutioner? Yeah. It's one of the earlier IPAs that I got onto. My people who've been listening to me for a while know that I'm not a big IPA fan. And as I was going through these episodes, I would sample one every once in a while. And for the most part... There were several that I couldn't fuck with, and then there were some of them that I was like, okay, I could, I could deal with this. I could get through the bitterness. Terrapin. Uh, that's but funny. Terrapin, yeah. That was one of the early ones, the Hopsecutioner. Um, go ahead and give that one a run whenever you're ready, and then we'll get it's your official. thoughts on them. Official. See that, that, that Jay Dilla shit keeps playing in my head. I think it's Jay Dilla Madlib.
0: The comments will let me know what's up. All right, yeah. This one has a different IPA taste. Okay. It's not like your normal IPA taste. The uh, last two kind of tasted similar. One it, was lighter, but it had that old, the OG IPA taste. Okay. This one, it's a little hazy. You kind of taste that when you take a sip. You mm. don't taste that hype IPA bitterness. Okay. So it, it does a good job at concealing. Yeah, yeah. But it has a hint of that hype IPA, IPA bitterness. Okay. But it's hiding it. With something, I think it has to be one of those other hops. Maybe, maybe. Uh, yeah, it's possible. Yeah, this one, this one's kind of weird. Personally, okay. I like the fancy papers more. Got you, got you. Well, it
1: does say it's a little smoother. My notes do say that it's, it's, um, it's. It's something that's hoppy, but it's more made for those who like a wheat beer. Yes. So, if you like a wheat beer, they're not going to hit you too much over the head with the hops. That's probably why you're noticing yeah, yeah, that it has yeah, the definitely. hops. It's a subtle, it's a subtle taste yes. of the hops on the it's, back it's end.
0: It's there, but it's, it's a lot smoother than the last two I had. Got you. Got you. Not feeling it on that end. Yeah. Okay. No,
1: fuck it, man. I might as well get in. Trez is in on it. Yeah, I might as well get you're in Bro, you got to try
0: it. each of them.
1: You ain't driving. I don't <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, off the bat You can it smell it too. You smell it and it doesn't have that, that punch you in the face well, hop, the, like the uh, citrusy Yeah.
0: The the acidy smell or taste. Yeah.
1: It's more lenient to a sweeter. I I okay. Yeah, it definitely doesn't have that taste that lingers around. It is
0: dulled. If I did a blind taste test, I wouldn't think this was an IPA. Okay, that wouldn't be the first thing that popped, that came to mind. Exactly, yeah. True, true. I would think it was something else.
1: Okay. So, I guess we could say that this is probably one of the better introductory beers. Like, if someone was trying to get into, for the first
0: time, get into an IPA. Or if someone has a a light palate, doesn't like a lot of strong, bold flavors. Totally no. smooth. Okay, I fuck with it. That girl would go for this over an IPA. Got you, got you. Shouts out to
1: Miss Us versus the Buff. Yeah. Um, man, it's only the one thing we could do at this point is uh, get into this fourth and final beer. Let's go. But those who need to know, this fourth and final beer also comes from the Bell's Brewery. Uh, also also comes from Bell's Brewery. It's their Hop Slam Ale. It's an Imperial IPA. So, this is where we get, this is like where the business picks up. You know, you're, okay, you're a wrestling fan. Hell yeah. And there was. Let me get a hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> yo. Stone Cold. The Stone Cold Salute. Hell you take yeah. two of them beers, crack them,
0: and just chug them. Um, I can never do that because I got to drink all the beer. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> There's chill. a lot that goes to I'll waste. There's a lot that goes to waste. Bud Light. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> which is no harm, no foul. Hell, shit. No. I mean, we believe in pouring out some for the homies, but that's too much. You're wasting too much beer. Bro. Um, Facts. Business is about to pick up. I think that's. A, I think that might be a wrestling term. That sounds familiar. Like somebody, like there was a, a promoter or maybe like a, an announcer when somebody would come out. Maybe Stone Cold was like, business is about to pick up. Mm-hmm. Or maybe even when Vince McMahon came out with that. No chance. That's what you yeah. got. So check it. This one, also from Bells Brewery, Hop Slam Ale. It's an Imperial IPA and it rocks, it clocks, it comes in. Rock 'em, sock 'em, robot. I don't know why that's even a reference, but at a 10%. So this is definitely the heaviest
0: hitter yeah. out of the four. Young Us vs. The Buff would only drink nothing but this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would just... go for the highest IP, uh, APV A-V, IPA. Yeah. Well, give that one a shot and let me know what you think. Whoa. Yo. This one is a double IPA. It's, (laughs) yeah, it's, I don't know. The fucking flavor is strong. Yeah. But it doesn't have that IPA finish. Like the fancy paper IPA tastes the most like an IPA to me. Okay, got you. That it lingers, that the taste That it lingers. It has that bitter. You feel it on the sides of your tongue mm. and whatnot. The this one, zones. this one, you kind of smell it, and it smells like mushrooms, like shrooms, really? like psychedelics. Yo, don't say that. No emotion <laughs> it <laughs> it might pop bitter, up yelling. out of nowhere. It might be here somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, that's what it smells like to me. It has that dank, that dank, like earthy.
1: Yeah, where earthy. mushrooms where mushrooms grow is is dark cavernous,
0: and when you taste it, it has that that earthy bitterness. Mm. This fancy paper is more bitter, gotcha. but it doesn't ha- doesn't taste like dirt in your mouth. Okay, okay. Well, not saying that's a bad thing.
1: No, but it, it doesn't ha- like you said. It doesn't have the earthiness. It doesn't have that that kind of uh,
0: like that. Like growing like nature. in the soil, yeah, that exactly, nature, yeah. Like uh, almond. When you eat an almond, you kind of taste the tree bark and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a tree bark. Yeah. This is a man's man's beard. Like the guy has a belly and a fucking six foot beard. <laughs> <He> fucking chops, <laughs> chops wood, he chops wood for the winter at like at fucking twelve at in the middle of the day, dripping sweat. Yeah. Bright ass
1: sun hitting on him, and he just there chopping up wood for the winter. Yeah, he drinks this, and then
0: he drinks a Bud Light as a chaser. This is... <laughs> He's got a bearskin rug, yes. in the crib that right he by killed the with his bare hands. Yeah, and shit like that. No pun intended. Bear. Yeah, this is. Yeah, yeah this <laughs> is if an IPA. IPA drinkers beer and shit. Uh, that's... I don't think I've ever drank a beer this hoppy.
1: An exceptionally aromatic blend of hops combined in this balanced interpretation of the double IPA The can style.
0: has a guy laid out with giant uh, hops. hops covering He's, his body. Yeah, you see his arms and his legs. Yeah, That's like, like, yeah. like, if, he, like he, if he was working on a hops construction site, and the and hops just fell, on just him, fell on him, splattered him.
1: That's definitely a workers' workman's comp um, case right there. Hell yeah, for sure. Yo, us strong beef. <laughs> It's about that time, yo. Let's get
0: into this ranking system. Let me know one through four, what you feeling, what you are not feeling. Where do we oh, start off? yeah. All right, straight up. Number one would have to be the fancy papers. Okay. Because this is an IPA drinker's IPA. That's yes. what you expect drinking an IPA. It has all those things that you look for. Right. It's not too strong. It's not too weak. It's just right. I'll definitely pick this shit up again if I see it in the store. Nice. Next... I'll probably go. Hmm. It's either between Cosmic Disco or the Hop Slam. Got you. To be honest, I'll go for the Cosmic Disco second. Okay. Fancy Papers first, Cosmic Disco, because I I can see myself drinking that one more than the other two. Yeah. Okay. Even though I like higher APV and more taste. Yeah. So after that, I'll probably go the Hop Slam. Hop Slam. Even though it's. It's a strong, burly beer. <laughs> That's a good way to describe it. <laughs> the type but, of shit that'll put you in that that headlock. Yeah, and then last would be the, the official, official IPA because it tastes more like wheat, like you described. Got you. Mm-hmm. So, wheat, bready. I guess you can say. Yeah, like yeah, it's like yeah, it's, yeasty. It's, all right, you can taste. I taste starchy. some of the yeast. Yeah, yeah. starchy. Mm. I don't really. I don't really fuck with that. Okay.
1: Shit, man Well, this is all about you, man You ranked them for us Fancy Papers, number one Cosmic, cosmic Disco Disco Cosmic Disco Number two hop, slam and official Ain't no rules here, man This is all about you Yo, y'all know what's up Bruce Beeson, he's the podcast You heard it from us verse. He told Shit. you which beers he fucks with He gave you the early beer memories Let's get into the snag segment Let's get into the beats Let's go Bruce Beason needs the podcast, and we have arrived at the beats portion of the podcast. Us verse. This is where we get yeah. into his musical oh, taste. Let's go. All right, what he used to listen to, what he's listening to now, what he recommends, what he can't go without. Um, us verse. Early, early uh, musical influences. I know you, you said your mom was from BK, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. You, you, she never lets you forget that. My dad was from the South Bronx. South Bronx. The South, South Bronx. i like right. hip-hop. Yeah. So uh, what was your earliest musical influences? Because I know for the most of us, it doesn't start with hip-hop. Like, you listen to other stuff
0: and then you find your way into hip-hop. Exactly. What was it for you? Uh, same thing. I was born in Puerto Rico, but my parents were born in New York. Mm-hmm. So they migrated from New York to Puerto Rico in the mid-70s. I was born in the early 80s. My parents had younger brothers who were heavy into hip-hop. Okay. And hip-hop was big in Puerto Rico as, uh, what's his name, DJ Trez told you? Yeah. He was 100% spot on. Okay. My uncles had Adidas in the 80s, <laughs> turntables, <laughs> all this speaking Spanglish yeah. in Ponce, Puerto Rico. Okay. And my earliest memory I told you My uncle had a DJ set And yeah. I have a, My album cover Is gonna be the picture It's like that 80's Sepia, ah. Almost brownish Cause it's so old yeah. and I'm sitting on his lap Holding a mic And my little cousin Is sitting on his other leg With the headphones And yeah. you see the old school Turntables Yeah So no. my parents used to tell me I used to dance The electric boogaloo <laughs> In the early 80's okay. okay So it had to be 85 86 Yeah, yeah. And the first CD I made my parents buy me was MC Hammer, Please Don't Hurt Him. Yeah. And my dad was heavy into salsa, and he was an early adopter of CDs. Okay. So he always had CDs. So I had to have a CD. So my first CD was, I remember, MC Hammer, Hammer Don't hammer, Hurt Him. Hammer, Don't Hurt Him. Yeah. And that was... That was prime hammer.
1: Like, I, I'm, like, yeah. I'm
0: going to tell you right
1: now. That's when you're describing... That was his best album. That, that, you're describing me in eighth grade, JFK, NMB, and that was like, yo, you know, oh turn this God. mother out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it was, yo, let's get it started. Man, yo,
0: that was prime hammer. I was like six, seven. <laughs> <laughs> so I've always been into the hip hop shit. That was, okay. That's been my lane. I didn't think... I thought everyone was into hip-hop like I was. Okay. Like, this was the number one music in my house. Yeah, yeah. Hip-hop and salsa and merengue. That's, okay. that's all we listened to. And then yes. disco, of course. Yeah. That's yeah. what I was raised on. Hip-hop, salsa, merengue, and disco, because of my mom's. Okay, yeah.
1: which disco, I mean, had a, hip-hop had a, a heavy disco influence, like Yeah, said. definitely, of
0: course. Like, the transition. Slow down disco, you gotta have hip-hop. Exactly. Basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A bunch of wow. samples come from disco. Okay. All That shit, true,
1: true. Um, was there anything? I mean, you was so by the time you came to the states, how old were you? I was like five, six. You still okay, so it was right around that, yeah. Time. Here
0: is where I got my first album. Here, oh, in Miami. so it was here, okay, yeah, definitely got you, got you. But I was still listening. They were listening to my uncles, were listening to Run DMC, mm, yeah, uh, Ice T, one of my other uncles was big into Ice T okay. back in the day in yeah. Puerto Rico. Shit like that. So you had a, a good amount of, uh, you had a well to draw from. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Like, to, to go back. And the then night. of course we had Vanilla Ice on tape. <laughs> yeah. I remember I had that album on tape. Yeah. And of course we're being from Miami. Oh, this guy's from Miami. Or from Miami, yeah, yeah. quote it, unquote. It early on, it we're was like, yeah. yeah. Vanilla Ice was the shit back and then. And you find out he's from like Texas. And then, Go ninja, go ninja, go, go ninja! And I was like six, seven years old. I was like, "Yo, what the? Fu-? He was a shit back then, bro." For a little kid like me, yeah. And they found a
1: way to, like you said, embed him into like popular culture. Ninja Turtles second movie, yes. Boom. Yo, Vanilla Ice had a movie.
0: That was before my
1: time, but I, I know Ice, he had a movie. Vanilla Ice had a movie. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, that, and, and, and
0: I can't remember the name of the fucking movie. But yeah, that. I, I don't fucking. I never saw that movie, to be honest. I saw it. I know reason, about it. I, saw, I, I went to see it. It came out theater. in the theater?
1: Yes. Holy shit. And the reason I saw it in the theater was because I don't. It, somebody. There was somebody that was cool. That I was cool with that called the radio station and got
0: tickets to the movie.
1: And they were like, yo, let's go. I got tickets to the movie. And it was like three or four of us high school friends, and we went to go check it out. And
0: this was in the early 90s, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah no.
1: It was, uh, yeah, had to be. 92. Cool Yeah, cool as ice, yes. What um, the fuck was the movie about? He rode a motorcycle. He I got did, the chick from October, a small town. October 91. Oh, October 91. Yo, we got a research and development yeah. fucking yeah. Treasure in park building. A yellow motorcycle. In a yellow motorcycle. Of course, it's kind of like the hip-hop version of Footloose. Like, goes into a yeah. goes into a I, small, I was about, about to say Purple Rain. Yeah, a small town. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're not the same. No, he didn't. Footloose, like, footloose was like it was illegal it was like it was a, yes okay Yes. Yeah, granted alright I, I stand corrected by the research department of Bruise Beats and Eats but this did have a feel where it was like a small town he pulls up was he traveling through the town broke down or so something?
0: it was no, nothing to do with Miami or Florida <laughs> nothing 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 I just remember y'all motorcycle
1: and I think he, he like, smashed on his motorcycle.
0: <laughs> he fucked a he bitch. He smashed
1: homegirl out. on his motorcycle. Yeah. That's <laughs> I really remember. Okay. And it was homegirl from the small town. I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with that. We and like, what we the, the like, fuck? You know, 91? I was yeah, like, starting grade. off high school. No, 10th grade. We started yeah. in 89. Yeah, yes, that's right. right. That's right. Okay. Yeah, like yes. Definitely in high school. Well, I went with it. a chick because she wanted to see it. Uh, <laughs> all right. I'm going to buy that story. I'm just going to go with my story. And somebody won tickets and we went to go check it out. Wow. You bought the ticket. <laughs> <laughs> the exposed, <laughs> the bruised piece in his old head that gets exposed. That's crazy. Yo. But yeah, so, all right. So we, we move past the uh, the hammer, the, the, the vanilla
0: ice. Um, you know what hip hop movie I went to see in the theater? Which one? When it first came out? Which one? And they didn't want to let me in. Belly. Oh, really? Belly with DMX. It nah, Just nah. started. I was like. Hype 16, Williams directed it. Fifteen. Hype Williams' first movie. Yeah. Right after he was killing the video game. Yeah. The video game. Yeah. And me and my homie. Video- game yes not me the video and, game itself but me the, and my homie went to kendall 9 which is not there no more okay uh, 88th and 120 something it's a ulta now or something a beauty store really <laughs> we went there and the fucking guy the ticket counter didn't want to let us in oh this is where you can't go in what the lady behind big. the nice black lady behind us was like no, no no they with us it's cool it's cool and they let us in. And she was like, you guys aren't going to start nothing, right? I was like, hell no. And we were so grateful. We sat down and we saw, to me, Belly's a freaking hip-hop classic movie, no yeah. matter what no one says. Nah, it's, I it's saw that shit on the dope. day it came out.
1: It's dope. I mean, I didn't have to see DMX's ass cheeks, but it's a oh, dope movie. I think I looked away at that. <laughs> fuck that. We didn't even see that shit. But you had Terrell Hicks. <laughs> Terrell Hicks, that the last time you saw her was on um, Bronx Tale. And oh, yeah, that was this. her.
0: That's right. Yeah. The Mario Tarot, Test.
1: Taral, Tarot. Tarot. yeah, exactly. The Mario Test, that's right. shouts Hicks, Sk- beautiful mom. Yeah, something else. And
0: Keisha. then, uh, and then, uh, yeah, Keisha. Keisha. And then uh, you also had... Um, uh, the Jamaican guy who passed away recently, who was freaking crazy. Yeah, um, Louis Rankin.
1: Louis Rankin. Six-figure Louis Rankin. That's it, that's it. And then the soundtrack... The soundtrack was ridiculous. But the intro was still classic. Yeah. The fuck? Yeah, he did have six oh fingers, man. yeah. Two thumbs. Mm-hmm. Damn. The, um, the mutant. The, 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 the soul to soul. Soul to soul. Um, hell yeah. But Actually, they also had um, That soundtrack. TLC, was crazy. What's her name? Uh, T-Boz. 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 T-Boz was, T-Boz was, was it too. a girlfriend, isn't Yes, it? T-Boz yeah, was, was Nas's girlfriend in this one. Africa. You wanna go to Africa? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, funny thing about Soul to Soul and uh, and um, and that track.
0: However, do you want it? Exactly. Do you need it. That song, Red Alert. But that version of the song in the It's in the, the Mary J. version. That song is it's, like the ultimate of me. That yeah, one is fucking dope. Yeah, gross. it hits because the acapella, like, just yes. you feel it. Yeah, you, you hear the. They amplify the acapella and shit. Yeah. You hear that
1: shit. No, yeah. and that's, that goes to show, like, the, the, the quality of a of a of a video of a music video director that uh hype williams was it's like you you felt it it's like that, yeah, that just whole intro like was music a video. music video yeah exactly <laughs> yeah so that uh just a quick fun fact uh red alert broke the original soul to soul back in the day track back in the days the radio. And, and the reason he broke that song was because that was a UK hit and Moni Love on one, of, on one of her trips from the UK to the United she heard States, it over there. she brought it with her. And and she was already, at that point, she was already cool with Red Alert. That's that whole um, Native Tongues, you know what I'm saying, that there's a lineage there. And, and I forgot she forgot the radio station. You know. And she tells uh, the WBLS with Red Alert. I think oh, so, yeah, yeah. I think it was WBLS. So um, she tells this story, which is great, where she got this record overseas when she was visiting in UK and she, and she was bringing this record back to him, and she was treating this record like through the whole airport from over there, like landing gold, on the States. Like, like yeah, nice. like she didn't want to let go of this album. She was holding it the whole time. To bring it over so he could play. It and, yeah. She knew what's up. And that's how it got broke on this side. yeah. No, so, Belly it's was a hip-hop a, classic yes, song. Belly, it was, it was the perfect way to set the tone of that movie. Walking into the
0: club with the fucking black lights. Yeah, and the contacts. Yeah. Yo, Before yes. Hobson did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is true. This is true. Nas and DMX did. Yo, <laughs> for sure, for sure. What are you listening to nowadays? What you think, bruh? On the way up, I listened to the Conway album. Okay. I listened to the whole thing, and then when I was getting off of the exit, I noticed that I was in shuffle mode. So it so was out of order. Yeah, out of order. <laughs> <laughs> but it was still banging. I was like, yeah. <laughs>
1: that was called something King, right? From King
0: <laughs> to a God. From King to a God. From a God, God that's to that's a non-believer. That's where he got it from. Oh, quarters, that's so. he, Okay. Yeah. Because they're signed to uh, Rock Rock Management. Roger? Yeah. Really?
1: I thought they was on Shady. Ah, No,
0: they're signed to Shady, but But the management is Rock rock Nation. Nation.
1: Got you damn. So there's there's conglomerates involved in this. It's a
0: conspiracy, bro. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you think you hear them everywhere? Yeah. Jay Z, Nas. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I came up with. Uh, East Coast hip hop. I'm from Miami. My parents were in New York. My first language was Spanglish. So, I gravitated towards the hip, the East Coast hip-hop. Okay. Uh, after MC Hammer, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. MC Hammer was my first album. My second album was Salt and Pepper. The... Uh, the one that had... Uh, shoop and
1: all, shoop? all that crap. Okay,
0: gotcha, you, gotcha. You. And then after that, I got into hip-hop. Was that
1: Salt with a Deadly Weapon?
0: No, I think it was after that. Okay, it was exactly. their major album where they went like four or five times platinum. Yeah, yeah. I want, okay. man, I want a man, want a man, with yeah, all that shit. got you,
1: got you. What the fuck album with Spinderella? I don't yeah, I do not remember the name of that one.
0: Yeah, Spinderella was on it. Yeah. That was my second album. After that, I went heavy into hip-hop, like, 96. In 1996, I signed up to Columbia House. <laughs> I was, like, 12, 13. <laughs> And I put down both Mob Deep albums, both J-Ruth the Damages. I got Woo. the Common Album. Everything Woo. that came out in 96. Wow. And that changed my fucking life. Yes. If it wasn't for Columbia House, yes. I would still be listening to MC Hammer and shit like that. <laughs> but fucking Columbia House changed my fucking life. Yeah. Shouts to the, the now defunct. One penny for 10 CDs. Bro, 10 CDs for a penny in 1996. That changed your fucking life. That was the best investment ever. Yeah, yo, my mind state fucking changed. I still yo. love Mob D to this day. Podigy is my favorite fucking artist. Yeah, until this fucking day. Yo, and that, that's and '96 was they they yo stakes is high drop. 96. That too, yes yeah I think i that's one of the ones I caught one day to but all, one day it all makes sense that's the one I had the, mm-hmm. With the brown cover yep with his mom. See yes it? it's common as that, his mom. Shit. that shit. one had uh, the the hip hop fucking song the did it no, no no
1: resurrection had the that was the
0: one before then. that was the one before resurrection had the um
1: uh I used to love her um one day it all makes sense it had um It had invocation, real nigga quotes. Real nigga quotes. That's Um, the one.
0: Yeah, yeah. Bruh, when I heard that, who is DJ Premier? Mob (laughs) Deep. Who's this? Yeah. Then I started getting into Nas. And all that crap And then Nas fucking changed my life Wu-Tang Oh yeah, yeah I remember recapping Wu-Tang Forever on the first day Okay Like okay. from 96 to 2000 I was a Best Buy every single Tuesday Yeah, New Music Tuesday New Music Tuesday I would go in there, cop two albums And fucking, that's the golden era of hip hop to me Yeah Fucking yeah, 96 to like 2000 Yeah Maybe 99 yeah. That's when... Then the Ruckus came in. Yeah, I was oh, heavy into Ruckus. Yeah. I copped that the first day it dropped. Stuff like that. The oh. Eminem album. I would see him on fucking... On Rap City with the... I just don't give a fuck. Yeah. And that's yeah. around the same time we started going on the internet. And the rapbattles.com. Wow. Eminem just beat this guy. Blah, blah. MC Juice. Yeah. it was on and popping yeah. back then. The Bowman. Oh, um, that's history, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's when we started getting heavy into the backpacker underground hip hop. Yeah. The demigods uh, oh, from the West right. Coast, you have uh, Dilated People started peoples, bubbling. Yeah. Uh, These guys got signed to a major deal, Alcoholics. Yeah. Exhibits started bubbling right yeah. after Dre and Snoop yeah. and them. Yeah. And of All course, I, mean. I was heavy into Dre and Snoop and Pop because that's what they played on the radio here. Yeah. That's what that was my radio music, and then I was listening to the Columbia House mob Deep fucking common shit that yeah. they didn't play
1: on the radio. Yeah, you wouldn't play on the radio because now had to get the, fuck the other is- source.
0: This is on the radio, yeah, I had subscriptions to the source, subscription to Double XL yeah. vibe. I would pick it up every now and then and shit. Hmm. Yeah. Bro, if I still had my Source magazine collection, I could make like fucking collages and sell them for thousands of dollars using yeah. that fucking shit.
1: No, this is just a gem, man. It's yeah. like, especially considering what the source became at a certain point. Like, if you have those early issues Hell yeah. where it was considered the Bible before it was like pristine, before and, untouched, Dave Mays and, Benzino and Benzino fucking got involved with it, made it, men articles and every and other it, and page. It, and Yeah, and it became just an ad for whoever. What the highest bidder was, yeah. yeah, that's definitely I could easily say what turned me away from the source at once. At one point was because it was like, yo, like you said, if it wasn't not necessarily even an ad for them, but it, every other page was an ad, and I'm
0: like, yo, y'all just selling a two spread, two page spread for made men. Yeah, bro. I mean,
1: <laughs> I mean, props to the Almighty RSO. Yes, you know, saying Boston
0: all day, energy.
1: yes, but I mean, you can't tell me that. Any, you know, that's around the time
0: it. I started getting heavy into Seven L Esoteric, okay, Mr. Acrobatic, High and Mighty, all that crap. Acrobatic. And then I was like, this guy Benzino. Somehow he got, he owns the source. Yeah. But he's putting two page spreads on himself. Yeah, <laughs> that's fall. yeah. That, that's definitely a conflict of interest. I was. Yeah, say. of course. No, for sure. That's how they started going down.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: damn. They were like the Wall Street Journal fucking Yeah, hip-hop. they that No, they cool. held
1: that they held the statue. They were it was a pristine, you know, publication for years and then of course, man, when it's like everything else when you get too greedy, that shit shows and then you kind of lose a little bit of your of uh I don't know. Yeah. I, the what? five
0: mics used to mean The five something. mics was exactly. something.
1: Yeah, now they were just like handing them out. Nah, it has got five
0: mics. You're like, "What the fuck?"
1: Yeah. Yeah No Classic shit man Classic Us first man We talk music yeah. We even got into a little bit Of the movies Which is not typical On this podcast But I love talking movies So I'm glad we We oh, kind of Ventured into that Even though Cool as Ice Kind of brought us into that But that's cool Hip hop movies has a purpose Yo Let's get into this next one Y'all know what's up It's Bruce B's and East. We'll see you in the Eat segment Let's go Yeah Bruce he's the podcast, and we have reached the Eats portion. Us versus The Buff, still in the house. I I'm old Head Ed, and like I told y'all before, we did things a little different this time around. We had a little time to, to kill, um, so and Us versus The Buff, uh, he, he traveled, he trekked from all the way down in Kendall, came up to the north side of things, so I said, it's only
0: right that I at least treat you to dinner yeah all right so we did get some eats involved with bruised beats and eats sorry drake my bad <laughs> yo
1: we're setting things in motion eventually it'll become a bigger staple in the the podcast but for now yo we pulled up to a spot local spot up here in sunrise c14 yes craft on 14th you know we got involved in their in their version of taco tuesday uh, we pulled up, had some tacos, um, had a couple beers. We didn't get too busy with the beers there because we knew that we had this whole episode ahead of us. But we did do, you know, we did, uh, you know what I'm saying? We did partake in some beer drinking. They got the $3 pachanga beers. is the Mexican lagers and shit. Yeah. We tried those out. Um, but we got into their tacos. So let's do a real quick review before we get into your personal food taste. Let's do it. What did you think of the tacos there? What did you have, first of all?
0: I had the cod tacos, a.k.a. the bacalao tacos. <laughs> the
1: bacalao. If you're from the, the
0: islands, you know what bacalao is. <laughs> yes. If you're what? Jamaican, it's salt fish. Salt fish, yeah. You, you know, put it's them funny.
1: On. You you on you you bring up an excellent point when um i had no emotion on the show um he said saw Aki with his thing and he asked me if i ever had it and i said no see where i messed up was that i've had bacalao before of course it's it's the aki part that i haven't had before so i just went with no because i'm thinking as a whole that dish i've never had it before right. but i've had bacalao before course. so and i still many,
0: have many to... many varieties versions of
1: bacalao exactly so i do bacalaitos the fried joints and shit but um so i do have to get i have to get some aki involved like definitely Shame at some here. point at same point so let me know we'll make this happen we'll do this a collaborative effort oh we, we gotta yo, link
0: up with no emotion he let's cook
1: it Yo, you said we got to get more... More content. content. ...on the YouTube. Let's do I this. I said we pull up. Let him pick the spot where we need to go have some saltfish and Aki.
0: And we'll get it all in for the first time. It's we'll going to happen. You're going to see it. On Bruce Beesonista YouTube page. Oh, uh, let's go. That's what that content. About. Making that content. For real. So, the, 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 cod, the codfish tacos hit the spot. Those codfish tacos are on point. The only thing that... I don't like is that I didn't have more of it. Ah. It was only two of them. Yes. I could have ate four or six of them <laughs> yeah. to be honest. Yeah, no. Easily. And what the, what they do over there is they get the cod and make it to a little ball. Mm. So your taco has like three or four little balls of cod. Got you. mixed in with the lettuce, the cabbage. So you get it
1: you get a, you, the, the codfish is distributed
0: right. throughout so the every taco. bite you get a fucking cod ball. that's, that's that was a, fire. That's a
1: strategy. That's a strategy. I think I'm going to use sure.
0: that when I make tacos at the crib. There you go. There you They're go. Put me on. Well, let's get into that part. So you chef up a little bit. You yeah, do a little course, cooking. Dog. You what, got to.
1: What's, okay, because you, you, go you can't go hungry. You
0: can't go hungry. I'm a big boy. <laughs> what's the one meal that you like to chef up? The one that's like your prize plate. Anything with ground beef, I'm going to whip up. Ground turkey, I'm going to whip up. Okay. So... Rather it be tacos, uh, chili, uh, meatballs. Picallio, okay. meatball, picadillo. Okay, meatballs, spaghetti, and meatballs, spaghetti. Ground beef is my number one thing. Okay, that's the go-to. Damn, yeah. Okay, okay. You no know, shit. All right. I made a chili last night. I see yo. Oh, I seen you sprinkling it on them. Sprinkling the cheese at the end. Yeah, just to thicken it up a little exactly, bit. Exactly. Get that, get that exactly. texture in there. Nice, nice. And we use that turkey meat because, you know, we're try- trying to stay away from the red meat myself. Yeah. Okay. I try you. to do red meat once or twice at most during the week. I feel you. And every everything else is white meat or fish or just straight up veg. Got you.
1: Yeah, it's good, man. I know we, we were talking about, we had this conversation earlier about striking a balance with... What you include in your diet, and it's always yeah. good to balance it out. I mean, if if nothing else, for the years that we grew up, just eat. I mean,
0: rice and beans for rice and beans. fourteen
1: years, fifteen years yeah. straight, eighteen or, years straight. Or you know, or the red meat, like that was. It's just it's just so readily accessible, accessible that you'd always jump on it. You exactly. know what I'm saying? And now that like you're bringing a little more balance. Early, on, I don't know about you, but early on, I wasn't a big seafood as a kid oh, I was a big Puerto on seafood Puerto
0: Rican we, we love seafood I oh, love so you seafood you was
1: ahead of the game then.
0: bacalao bacalaito yeah fish tacos shrimp I fuck with shrimp okay I cook mean shrimp pasta too shit yo you know what let me know <laughs> since we since we're
1: on the Puerto Rican tip shrimp and, Alfredo. I, and I like to I like to ask this of all my Puerto Rican guests is yo what's the ideal Puerto Rican dish to you the Christmas dish bro let me know what what's that consist con
0: Got Maduro. Gotcha. Penil. Okay. In my family, we also do the macaroni salad. Okay. You get macaroni salad with mayonnaise and little, the elbows, the, the elbow, elbow macaroni. Yeah. gotcha, got uh, Olives. Salad, of course. We do a salad on the side. And yeah, that's what we do. That's the and then we add some American things like mashed potatoes, sweet potatoes. Okay. Stuff, stuff like For that. a little variety. Yeah, yeah. True, of true. Yeah, every holiday, they um, on deck.
1: Okay, what's what's the the go to meal? Because if you're any, I mean, I don't know if you are. We might be we might relate on this or not, but I know coming up, being Dominican, you got a lot of that. You get you got all the Dominican foods. You would always cross that off the list. Uh, but there was always something that you would like desire that wasn't from that kind of lane. Yes. Like what's the what's, what's the food that you go to that's not necessarily
0: necessarily. Puerto Rican uh, influenced? Well, being in Miami, it's a melting pot. Yeah. So there's a whole freaking side of the world that opened up, Mm -hmm. which is Central America and South America. Indeed. So my good... Go to other countries other than Puerto Rico and other than Cuba and Dominican Republic because, to Mm -hmm. be honest, we're like cousins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did my DNA test. I'm Puerto Rican. I'm Cuban. I'm Dominican. I'm Colombian. The whole fucking... Wow. That, I have some of that in my DNA. Yeah. So, personally, I, my girl's Nicaraguan. And I'll fuck up a fritanga. <laughs> Let yeah. me know. I'll fuck that shit up. Yo. Any yo. fritanga in South Florida.
1: The only thing that was missing... From the Human Sushi episode 96 was that Rene said something about we was going to Uber eat some fritanga. Oh, that, it, that did not happen. Oh, hell did no! did not happen. You owe oh the homie. So we got to give it another shot. <laughs> we we got to give it another shot. So I keep hearing about fritanga. It's been mentioned several
0: times. I have yet to try a fritanga. Let's just put it like this. My grandma died last month. Okay, For sure. our weight. Peace. Rest in peace, abuela. For our wake, we had Fritanga Morimbo from Sunset and 117th and Kendall. Fritanga moringbo. Yes. We had Gallo Pinto. Okay. We had a thing of. Gallo Pinto is the rice. Yes. It's a whole, it. it's rice and beans, but they mix it up. It's yeah. like mo, the Cuban Moro. Moro. But it's different beans green. or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. But it's fucking delicious. Mm. Then you have the maludos, of course. That's a staple in Latin America. Yes. The sweet for the savory. Right. And then we had pollo a la plancha. Okay. Where it's the chicken breast. They split it. They butterfly it. Yeah. And they grill it. They press it, grill it. With onions and fucking lemon. That shit was the, the Ill fucking marinade. bomb. Yeah. It was like the best grilled chicken I've ever had. Yeah, probably. They put some like yeah. sour orange on and it. And then, of course, churrasco. Carne asada. Okay. Yeah, that's... Fucking nikas... I, my fucking girl has family events almost every other weekend, and it's carne asada. You don't <laughs> miss out. You don't you, you never did. Do do it's the fucking shit. Carne asada's the shit with the tortilla and all that shit. Tear do that shit Do they do the up. um? Do they do the
1: um? Cabbage? No, no, no. There's a there's a. It's not Mexican because you know how Mexicans got pico de gallo, right? But if you go further down in South America, they have a different name for that onion tomato. Chimichurri? Um, no, no, it's not. It's chimol or something like
0: that. Oh no, I don't know. Because oh, that might not that. be Nicaragua. usually put I mean, pico de gallo on that page. Okay, all honest. right. Yeah, but there's another, I, and
1: I gotta remember what the name. I think it's called like chimol, chimol or something like that. And I can't remember which country it's from, but it's their version of it, like the same, the lime juice, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, uh I know what you're tomatoes. About, yeah, it's tomatoes. So, like a
0: garnish. And shit. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. But it's a topping that you throw on, like you said, a good piece of carne asada or whatever. Yeah, dope, dope. Um. Uh, are you a big
0: breakfast guy at all? Are you... Hell yeah! All right, what do you fuck up for breakfast? Breakfast. Being from Miami, let's say I drank last night. Okay. I wake up. I'm let's not throwing up. I'm not throwing up, but I'm still starving, hungry as fuck, dehydrated. Yeah, you're feeling the effects, right? I'm gonna go to Dong Pang. Oh, Have you okay. heard of this spot? Yes, I've heard of it. Hey, it's Pan. a chain spot in Miami, Venezuelan. Okay. Get a Latin breakfast from Dong Pang. You get, That's right, yeah, we got down the way. You, you get right. eggs, you get an adepa, you get shredded white cheese, mm. and eggs arepa and shredded like cropa vieja. Wow. It's fucking delicious for breakfast. Damn, yo, Dom Pan, cut the check. You we need out a, here promoting. If you've never gone and had the Latin breakfast from Dom pong get that shit. Do yourself a favor. Get it. Yeah, especially after a night of heavy drinking and then with the arepa you can make yourself put some egg, put some cheese, put some of the meat Duh. put everything, and make a little sandwich after you tear that up you still have the fucking leftovers and shit yeah. and usually that's two meals for me Really? I'll, use, I'll eat the arepa first off I'll fucking after the arepa's stuffed and I eat it I'll smoke a blunt right quick huh. and then I'll eat the rest huh. and yeah. when, it, the, when the ropa vieja cools down it has even more flavor when you fucking taste wow. it. Wow. And it's all grandma's in their cooking, at least at my don pan. Don pan. yeah. So it's fucking delicious. Okay, dope. Yeah, speaking of don, pan, I know Trez is in the house. He put me onto a couple different
1: empanadas from uh, Venezuela. It was a Venezuelan joint, right? It's that has Venezuelan. It has yeah, it has a mix but they have other uh, they have like an Argentinian empanada there too. Yeah, they have Colombian they do a empanadas. Of Colombian ones too. Colombian
0: <laughs> empanadas are the shit. Give me a, a Colombian empanada, de queso. Forget about it. Yeah, with with one of those uh,
1: that white
0: cheese shit. Uh, they have the sauces you dip it into, and the, and uh, with a posto de bono? No, no, postobon de soda. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Kendo pan- is like little Colombia, so I got you. I eat Colombian every other day too. Yeah. That's the shit. Any. To be honest, any Latin American, South American dish, you give me, I'm gonna. Yes, you fuck you up. To, you you gravitate to that. Other sure. than pizza, <laughs> Chinese, yeah. of course. But I prefer Latino American. A hearty Latin... Yo,
1: I, I I would say this:
0: the damn breakfast. Yeah. Same shit.
1: I don't know if it's a culture bias, but I do feel that that whether it's the 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 wayward islands where we come from the, wayward, the leeward islands where we come from or south america central america those meals they just seem a lot hardier to me
0: yeah than, of course like,
1: than everything that's your traditional american the, meal the history
0: of slavery and shit it's true we it's had true. to fucking eat good in the morning before we went on the field and fucking yeah, yeah and busted produced, our ass where there was a harvest working on the same harvest same shit for the nikas that's why they eat fucking those crazy meals all yeah. the time cause they're out there on the field working wow. on the farm K- nuts, yeah. Yo. Do you fuck with desserts at all? Of course,
1: bro. What do what, what you what's, think? What's the hit list for the desserts? Write it down. Bruh,
0: there's a Puerto Rican dessert my grandma used to make, my mom makes, called tembleque, which is a coconut jello type thing. Really? Yes. It's like, ah. Yeah, it's like kind of like a flang, but more jello-y than flang. Okay. Because flong is like more milky and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. This is like kind of like a coconut milk yogurt custard type shit, but not as thick. That shit's fucking delicious. So it doesn't hold up like a
1: flan. It doesn't have the same consistency.
0: Yeah, it it does. It holds up like a Jello. Okay, but it's not as thick. Okay, it's it's lighter than uh, it's lighter than it's in between a flan and a Jello. Got you. But it's fucking delicious. Damn, black cause it trembles. <laughs> it, when it's just like Jello, yeah. But it's yeah. coconut based, anything um, coconut based, I fucking love. Fuck it is. I don't know why, maybe cause I'm from the island. It gotta be fucking. It gotta be flan de coco is my shit. Okay. Fucking ice cream de coco. Yeah. In Puerto Rico, we have uh, ice cream called limbes. Yeah. Which is basically like a fucking icy in a cup. Got gotcha every grandma makes and you yeah. go up and get it for 50 cents. Yeah, we used
1: to call those equimalitos ek- in, in Dominican Republic. to call it frio.
0: Duro frio. Duro yeah, okay. and the Nikas, they do it in a, in a bag and shit. Gotcha. Same shit, yeah. just like frozen shit. And they do cocoa, mantecado, they do fucking lemon, strawberry, all flavors. And when I would go to Puerto Rico, my grandma would give us like five, ten bucks, go there and get like 20 of them and give it to all the cousins and to all the aunts. Nice. Shit like that. Yeah. I think I failed to mention that uh,
1: the Eats portion of this podcast is brought to you by WVCC CyFly. (laughs) CyFly. Radio. Shouts to H2O. He always comes through with the sponsorship of the Eats portion. You know how we do. We do. He know how he do. How? Wait, oh, fuck. We all know how we do.
0: <laughs> Yo, public service announcement. H two O is two and a half inches taller than me, and two and a half of those inches are fro. Just fuck to, out of here. Just to let you know, if there's any, if there's any
1: trepidation or any belief as to. <laughs> the stature of the man that us versus the buff is he just told you two and a half yeah. inches and it's mostly hair yeah
0: yeah You're right
1: yo us versus man oh yo, we talked it up bro. let's go we discussed a lot man we got to know you your early influences how you got into graph you know say the spots to hit um, the, the meaning behind us versus the buff, the, the videos with the graph in them, making your own videos, knocking out a hundred videos in, yeah. in so many days with no emotion. Um, Still not stopping. And we're not stopping, yo. We said, you know, he said it. He's like, yo, the,
0: the fact that you got this train moving. Yesterday, I edited two videos because I knew I wasn't going to have time to edit a video today because I'm going to be here. But tomorrow's video is on deck. Don't worry.
1: Yeah. That's that's uh that's that's a prof- level of professionalism that I hope to reach someday man persistence and dedication bro you're
0: there ah that's, that's it I'm, that's why I'm fucking with you dog that's
1: what I'm talking about usverse said it already I'm there my people's y'all know what it is Bruce Beast and the podcast as always Whoa. I'd like to thank my guest usverse the Buffs go for taking the time sitting down and talking it up with me I'd like to thank you the listener for tuning Yet again, another week. Thank you so much for the love. Y'all know what it is. Keep up with me at Bruise Beats, the letter N eats. Usverse, where can they find you? Us versus the buff and all social media platforms. If you enjoyed what you heard, tell a friend. If you didn't enjoy it, tell, tell an, an enemy. Eat, tell somebody. Let them know. It's on all social medias, all streaming platforms. YouTube is up in effect. Us vs. the Buff has been involved with some of the visuals you guys are witnessing. All right, shouts to him once again. Um, P ca- Records. P and V. I'm, I'm gonna no see if emotion. I get. I'm gonna see if I get my. I, I might. I might write a rap just to get signed to PNV. Bro, you're already a god, dog. Oh, that's
0: <laughs> what god. I'm talking about, yo. We get these bars involved every um, day, 7 p.m. YouTube. No emotion. Gold mask. We're making songs. Come to the studio, no drugs, just bars. And there it is, Bruce Beast and Easter Podcast.